Hello and welcome to Chapel Chats. I'm your host and chaplain, the Reverend Dr. Hannah Adams Ingram. Dear friends, we have begun Holy Week. Not only that, but this year's Holy Week falls on spring break. In this devotional episode, we're going to read a passage that falls right after the part of Jesus's story where he enters Jerusalem on a donkey, or as we know it in the church, Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday was yesterday, and so we continue with the story today. I will read the passage and then offer a few reflections about Holy Week and spring break and then close us in prayer. Just a reminder, if you haven't already, the Lenten devotional written by members of our campus is still available for download. And you can jump right into the last week if you want to start with us now. You are not too late. Wherever you are in life's journey, you are welcome in our chapel chats. A reading from the book of Luke, chapter 19, starting with verse 36. As Jesus rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. Jesus answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. As Jesus came near and saw the city, he wept over it saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Indeed, the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up ramparts around you and surround you and hem you in on every side. They will crush you to the ground, you and your children within you, And they will not leave within you one stone upon another, because you did not recognize the time of your visitation from God. Then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there. And he said, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching in the temple. The chief priests, the scribes, And the leaders of the people kept looking for a way to kill him. But they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were spellbound by what they heard. Dear hearts, I've been thinking about the special gift it is to have Holy Week and spring break 
coincide like they are this year. Spring break comes like an interruption to the semester, and it provides a little more room for us to breathe and think of other things outside our normal routine. Holy Week does that too, coming back around year after year, telling us to pause, to wait, to tell the story of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection once again, so that we might be transformed by its timeless power. Holy Week marks a journey to the cross. And with today's reading, we pick up as Jesus is journeying into Jerusalem on a colt with celebrations around him and cloaks laid down before him. There's a jubilance to the entry passage, but it is quickly followed by warnings and frustrations from Jesus. Even while the people are celebrating Jesus's arrival, he is surrounded by people who are missing the point. Just like we so often are missing the point. Sit with that reaction for a minute. Do you know what it is like to be surrounded by people who seem to be missing the point? <laughs> Perhaps you've been surrounded by people who want to ignore the seriousness of a situation you know to be grave. Perhaps you've tried to make a difference before and people seem disinterested. Tap into that feeling here for a moment. People around Jesus seem to be missing the point even as he was walking into the last week of his life. He had been doing this ministry for a few years now, and they're still missing the point. And so Jesus was frustrated. He exclaimed that people don't know what will bring peace. Again, they're missing the point. This strikes me in a different way this year for two reasons. One, I am becoming increasingly convinced that we as people do not always know what we need. We think we do, but sometimes we end up seeking out things that won't bring us the comfort we think it will. I consider what the pandemic has done to our social lives, for example. We've been isolated from people, separated by computers and devices, meant to keep us safe. And I am so thankful that we could pivot some parts of our lives online to keep us safe. But I think we might underestimate how much we need human connection once it is safe to do so. I know I have thought before that I'd be okay if we keep meetings to a minimum and keep them online. And I know some students have spent more time in Zoom classes than they always have to because it seemed easier to do it that way than to go to class. And sometimes we do need these breaks that help us reground ourselves. 
But sometimes we need to be with people. We need to see each other and know that we are not alone. And the pandemic, though, has made isolation more enticing, more seductive, more normal. It is too bad that your people don't know what will bring them peace, Jesus says. And this example is what will bring us peace to retreat back to ourselves, to stay away from other people in the long run, to keep up virtual meetings and not gathering, not seeing people, not going to class. Or is it to reach outwards to others? Is that what we need to be connected? What will bring us peace? What is it that we truly need and how do we figure that out? So that's the first way this sentiment strikes me differently this year. You don't, or people don't always know what will bring them peace. Strikes me at that individual level. We don't always know. I want to be careful in assuming that all of my first instincts (laughs) will get me what I need. Instead, I want to step out a little bit in faith, being open to not knowing what I need and recognizing it when it comes, even as a surprise. But it takes me opening my mind and my heart to be surprised when something comes along that I didn't know I needed. The second way the sentiment strikes me differently this year, rather than just at the individual level, it strikes me at the societal level. It reminds me of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. warning about the white moderate, those who would prefer to keep the status quo because it seems to be peaceful rather than pursuing justice which takes conflict sometimes. It reminds me of the warning that the absence of conflict does not equal peace. Even for those of us who prioritize niceness and getting along, not making people uncomfortable, will this not bring us peace? Amidst a year of ugly politics, racist violence, ongoing gun violence, do we even know what will bring us peace? Which policies will bring us peace? What way forward would bring us peace? After this warning, Jesus went into the temple, which was a special kind of marketplace, and he saw the exploitation of sellers and buyers in a system that charged people way more on the inside than in other places. And he was furious. 
He condemned this, still frustrated that people did not get the point. Where there should have been prayer and worship, he found greed and exploitation. Oh, friends, we do not know what will bring us peace. We still don't get it. But still, Jesus continued to teach. During his final week, he continued to teach. And what he taught was spellbinding to those who were listening. Friends, what will you find spellbinding about what Jesus has to offer that you don't even know you need? So I want to return to where I started. This week is both Holy Week and Spring Break, which seems like a gift, even though I'm not quite sure what the gift is. I'm trying to keep my heart open here, knowing that I don't always know what I need. But this year, like every other year, I'm going to journey toward the cross with Jesus. I'm going to worship because Jesus said that even if we don't, the stones will start to shout out. I'm going to remain open and try not to strictly define what I think will bring us peace right now. And instead, journey with Jesus, trusting that our core story of faith, the one we sit with each year through rituals and special services, and special devotionals will transform my heart. And perhaps I will get closer to what I need. Dear hearts, take this closing prayer as a blessing for you as you journey through this week. I pray that even without knowing what it is, you are gifted with moments of peace that you need. I pray that you are open to recognizing these moments of grace, even as they might not look the way we thought. I pray God's blessing in your life as you journey toward the cross this week. Knowing that the same God who has experienced death and loss also brings resurrection and belonging. Holy God, surprise us once again with your love that defies all earthly expectation. Amen. Dear community, our next episode, the Easter episode, will be released Sunday morning rather than Monday morning. Until then, blessings and love. Thank you for tuning in today. The music is High Ride by Blue Dot Session. The podcast artwork is by intern Riley Jones. This episode was produced by Abigail Larkin. We will see you next week.